Hello, college football fans. This is Wes. John started hey, John. with the blue hair on the day. We've got two special guests for you on this Saturday, October 17th edition of College Pickin' with Wes and John. John, take it away, buddy. Uh, fans might know the first one by dancing all over the dance cams, flipping uh, his shirt up. <laughs> Wes, you missed it. Uh, I believe, uh, if I'm correct, aren't you known as the Vanilla Gorilla? No. Dang it, I thought you were the Vanilla Gorilla. Don't I'm not going to lie, I kind of promoted our show as we have the Vanilla Gorilla today. So I've been going to games a lot longer than that guy. <laughs> That's a twin brother. What are you talking about? No. I apologize, Brandon. I feel like it's I, okay. I, like I kind of struck a nerve there. I apologize. No, the not, first one not, is uh, not, a, not a nerve, but like okay, yeah, it's fine. No, the first one is Brandon Bumgarner, and then another close friend of ours is his name is Ryan Ladley, who's doing this show from some stupid area code in six one five. Nash Vegas, buddy. There ain't there ain't nothing wrong with Nashville. The only thing they got good is the feathers. Okay, does your does your hoodie still have a stain on it? It does, because I just don't know how to get it out. Like, I've tried and tried, and my <laughs> tried, and it's just there. He's, had that, he's time, had that hoodie for months. <laughs> now, I've had this hoodie for, like, for ever, years. It's, a, it's, not a, months. it's a medium, so it's a little small, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, Brady, you want to tell the fans how we actually met? Yeah. Um, well, there's a love story behind it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's not really a love story uh, behind <laughs> behind me and Jonathan or me and yeah. Ryan, but both. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, that's a different show, guys. That's a different show. <laughs> so I'll start with the Ryan story. Um, Ryan and I met when I was in middle school. Uh, we were at a football game, and I believe it was probably UAB. We were up at halftime, and there's nobody in the, there's nobody in the stands. This is Larry Porter era. Um, and the best we, one yet. No, I'm we were up, and we ended up losing the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> which wasn't shock. No, yeah, shock. Yeah. Um, and we've just talked to each other ever since. Sat with each other at football games ever since. Um, I met Jonathan. Uh, I went to Cordova High School, and he was covering Bartlett sports. Um. We were at the district tournament for basketball, and I screamed a uh, a term that probably should have been screamed very loud. Yeah, I said BS to the ref. <laughs> well, Jonathan gets up and goes over to the Millington police. Mind you, I got thrown out of the game the night before when we were playing Arlington. Jonathan gets up and goes to the police, tells them, hey, that guy's back from yesterday. <laughs> I got I got kicked out two games in a row. I was a senior in high school. I got kicked out two games in a row. Patrick's over here laughing super hard, too. Niche. So, hold on a second. Let me get this straight. So, you and Jonathan met because Jonathan snitched you out? Yes. Snitches get stitches, dog. Man, John, that's dirty, buddy. But but then but then he he covered me when we were playing baseball and everything like that, and he was a cool guy. So yeah, he's for, hey, I'll forgive him. Which I forget, I was totally him. To be honest with you. 
Do what? I said, I forgot it was totally you until, like, I covered your baseball game, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was you and your other buddy, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Clark, they were both at that game, and we were playing Kingsbury, which I I can't stand that school for personal reasons. But, yeah, that's um, a story. Yeah. That's how I met these two. Man, that is awesome. A little bit of memory lane this morning on the show. I love it. Uh, all right, guys, just to jump into this week's games, uh, I'm, I'm going to go by a time slot. So we'll start at 11 and mark our way down. Uh, we got first game of the day, 27-point uh, favorite, number one Clemson, taking on Georgia Tech today at Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson in the points. I don't think anybody's going to beat Clemson. I think the, I think the only person to beat Clemson is Clemson. I agree with that. Um, I'm taking Clemson as well, but Georgia Tech covers. Oh. Like, do you think it's a close game in the first half, or do you think it's going to be a late time? No, 27 points is just so many points. And Georgia Tech's offense, I've seen them play three times. They're not bad if they can get going. Um, if they play at home, uh, which they are today, um, yeah. I think they have a little bit of an advantage. So, uh, yeah, that, I, that quarterback at Georgia Tech, Sims, that guy's, that guy's had a nice little season, man. Uh, I'm really interested to see what uh, – what's the guy's name, Coach? Jeff Eastridge. Uh, I think of what his name is now. But, Jeff Collins? Uh, yes, Collins. That's, that's exactly what it is. I think he's going to do a, a pretty good job at Georgia Tech if given the time. Uh, former Ron, Temple uh, Owls head coach, former uh-huh, Mississippi uh-huh. State – Former Mississippi State Bulldog defensive coordinator. Yes, he was. Yes, yes, yes. That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All my family's from Starkville, so I cheer for Mississippi gotcha. State too. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I've always, I've always kind of, kind of, kind of rooted for Mississippi State. Thank you for spending time with us on college Yeah, I'm gonna go with Clemson and the points because I think you know Georgia Tech. Yes, they can. They have that good offense if, like you said, Bob, if they can get going. But uh, yeah, I don't think that they'll have enough. You know, Clemson's got they got coaching experience. They got experience on uh, within their team. They got the future number one pick. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna say 27. I'll take that with Clemson getting the victory. I'm going to go ahead prediction. And take... What's that? Bold prediction. Uh, Justin Fields goes number one. Wow. Overall? Mm-hmm. Over Trevor Lawrence. Wow. He goes to the New York Jets. Goes to the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. If I'm Trevor Lawrence. Suck, suck, suck. And I don't mean to cut y'all off. I don't mean to cut you all off, but um, if I'm Trevor Lawrence and the Jets have the number one pick, I stay in college for another year. Eli Manning, that thing. Yeah. Eli Manning, John Elway, any of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Being a Broncos fan, I'm very proud that John Elway did that, um, and it was great for his career. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, No doubt. I guess I'll go ahead and take Clemson since they screwed me last last two weeks. Georgia Tech screwed me the last two weeks against Syracuse. So I'm taking Clemson with the points. You can take Clemson with the points. Okay. So, all right. That's what works. Uh, up next, we've got uh, the 
fighting Pitt Panthers traveling down to uh, Miami to take on the number 13 Miami Hurricanes. And Miami is a 13-point favorite today on the ACC Network. Uh, man, this game is very interesting to me. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a huge Manny Diaz guy. Uh, I mean, I think I like him as a defensive coordinator. Uh, is a head coach. I hated him. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this game uh, and the points. As a matter of fact, uh, I think Pittsburgh is going to get a little a little surprise here and uh, get a get a W day down in Miami. <laughs> Brandon's shocked. I'm going to hit him with wow. that Corso not so fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Hang on. Uh, so I got a lot of family. My dad's side of family lives up in Pittsburgh, so I keep up with them. Uh, and they did, you know, beat a Louisville team that, I mean, they were ranked, but, I mean, eh, I mean, it's a weird year and stuff. And, honestly, I, Louisville's I've, terrible. Watched, I've watched Miami for a little bit, a couple of games. Uh <laughs> I, I don't see how how Pitt can hold them. I I'm gonna take Miami, but I think it'll only be a ten point game and not thirteen. Taking Pitt to cover, not to win. <laughs> like right. crazy guy. All right, yeah. all right, Blue Hair, Blue Hair, I'm speaking to you. Oh. No, Blue Hair, <laughs> I'm speaking to you. Okay, I got Miami to cover in the window. <laughs> Ryan, was that you, Bear? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was definitely me. No. All right, right, right by the right by the highway. Got a got a shifting problem. I take Miami and the points, although I don't trust Mr. King at quarterback. So uh, I don't either. I, I'm not sold on De'Aaron King. I wasn't sold on him. I mean, John, you and I have talked about this. I feel like every week. Uh, I just don't like him. I just don't. Uh, I'm not sold on Manny Diaz, and I think it's time for Manny to get a. To, to lose a game is going to hurt that Miami stock. Uh, the U is not back, in my opinion. Brandon, go ahead. Um, Derek King is the most overrated quarterback in the country. He's 0-3 all-time against the University of Memphis. Fun fact. Um, and, of course, he didn't play last year. He was just technically on the team. Um, so, he's 0-2 right. as a starter. But – but he was coming back, remember? Never yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm picking. I'm picking Miami in the points in this one. I just, I don't see Pitt f- pulling it out. I mean, they beat UCF last year. That's a good win for them. But like, I just don't see Pitt going with it. Um, and it's nothing against them. I just don't. I don't think they're the talent that Miami is. And with, with college, it's hard to say, you know, oh, well, last year they, they did this. Like with the exactly. Because teams change every year. More, but college, you say last year, especially with the way the rules and stuff were to uh, to practice and everything this year, like it's hard to be like, well, last year they did this. It's like, ah, this is like, you know, basically brand new everything. But, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, John, what we got up next, buddy? Uh, we're going to go with a 901 game that has played on both sides of the ball on both teams. We're going to Kentucky Wildcats traveling to good old Rocky Flop. Tennessee's six and a half point favorite. Three kids in this game that I coached at the Cordova High School Quentin Bohannon, uh, Jeremy Banks, and Jerome Carvin. Uh, now. We know I'm not picking one of these teams. 
So, uh, because and it's of my not hate, basketball, so you can't nuke them. Uh, because of my hate for John Calipari, I don't want to pick Kentucky. So I hope both teams have to cancel the game because of something crazy, and neither <laughs> of them win. <laughs> I'm picking Kentucky. Uh, I'm not impressed with Jared Garantano. He is not a good quarterback. Um, if if Tennessee fans were smart, they would literally just be like, "Hey, what, don't they have like a five star on their bench?" Like Brian Mueller, I think, right? Yeah, exactly. Like this just shows me how smart Tennessee's football staff is, you know, um, and their fans. Uh, sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry because y'all treat me like garbage too. But, yeah, so I'm picking Kentucky. Quentin Bohannon, eight sacks. I'll give Jeremy Banks uh, a pick because he's playing linebacker now. And uh, Jerome will go with no penalties and maybe a pancake block. But, yeah, I hope both of them lose. And I can't stand either school. Uh, but, yeah, I, I hate Tennessee more than I hate anybody. So, Kentucky. I love that. That's awesome. Maybe a pancake. I love it. Uh, Ron, what you got, man? Um, you know, there's a lot of overrated teams in the top 25 right now, but, like, and this is not just because they're who they are, but just because top to bottom, like, I don't think there's anyone more overrated in the top 25 right now than Tennessee. Uh, especially just like with Bump, what Bum said, JG, pretty awesome. Oh, like, man. he is not – he got a pretty good arm, but he's just not accurate. Decision making is dumb. Uh, oh no! Like they, they, they should have lost that South Carolina game. That's the only game of theirs I watched this year. Uh, they should have lost that South Carolina game. Like South Carolina lost the game. Tennessee did not win that game. Uh, but with Kentucky, like you know, they uh, scored. What was it? They only scored fourteen on state, but they uh, they went toe to toe for a little bit with that Lane Kippen high-powered offense with Ole Miss. So, I think they'll be ready with – what's the boy's name? Uh, what's his – Smoke? What's his uh, – Yeah, Rossier Smoke. It's like the yeah, best name in college uh, football. I feel like, you know, he, he got bombed That's up. not the best name in college football. Fat Watts for Tulane. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, I retract that statement. It's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, one of the best. Uh, but I think I think they get him going. They feed him today. Uh, uh, second half, Kentucky runs away. I'm thinking Kentucky in the point. I'm thinking Kentucky against – the Patrick, who are you picking, Tennessee or Kentucky? <laughs> okay, you said Kentucky. <laughs> Tom, what you got, man? Man, this is a tough game to choose, really, because one, I can't, you know, I don't, I'm so question mark with the Tennessee offensive line from last week and them not running the football. Can we talk about that real quick? That's yeah. one of the things I'm talking about, like being so overhyped. Like they have, what, straight five stars across the board, but uh, everywhere. Like, I wasn't super impressed, like, when I watched the South Carolina oh, By the way, Brandon, smoke is actually out today. Uh, we've got uh, three we got three viewers right now. Uh, AJ Sturman is watching. He said, Jonathan, don't even think about picking Tennessee. Uh, Rob Meredith just said, uh, you guys are terrible. Tennessee defensive. Defensively, it's tough. Tennessee wins big, and smoke nice. is not playing today. He's out injured. Not oh, sure it okay. Did not know that. But, um, you know, I agree. I, can, I agree 100%. I, mean, I think if you look, you've got Eric Gray in the backfield. Why are you not turning around and handing off that guy a minimum of 20 times a game? Uh, the guy's an absolute. Uh, it should be on. 
Sorry, guys, I'm talking to somebody. You're good, man. Oh, but and by the way, everybody, Brandon is also on uh, college game day today. So if you hear just random outburst of screaming, that's why. Um, I think uh, if you go to uh, Tennessee, uh, Jared Garantano, as John and I talked about in the preseason show, is the issue. One hundred percent. I think if you if you put anybody in there besides Jared Garantano, that team's going to win games just because he's not playing quarterback for him. Oh, he makes I, stupid I, I, decisions. He makes uh, – I mean, you look at some of the throws. He can sling the football. He can throw yeah. the football. But if you're staring the guy down and then you throw a little beater out there, the guy's yep. just going to sit and wait, pick it, and take off. Uh, I think – I hate to do this. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game um, just because I, I don't – I think Kentucky's got issues. Um, Patrick as, literally it, just goes. <laughs> um, I think if you look at Kentucky, uh, they gashed Ole Miss in, in the run game. They've got a good run game. Uh, they've got a good defense. Mike Stoops always has good defense. Um, but I, I think Tennessee is going to take the win. I don't know that they'll cover. They may beat them by three. Uh, it may be ugly. Um, but I'm going to take UT in this game. Shockingly, as it is, but that, that game is, is that game at Kentucky? No, no it's at Tennessee. So you'll have like uh, five thousand fans and like sixteen teeth. Yeah, um, when Kentucky's up by forty at the fourth quarter, then yeah. they're not going to have any fans in the. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> we've got a non. Top twenty-five game. Uh, Navy. Wes, I ended up picking. I ended up picking Tennessee just because it's at home, and I think Eric Gray and Ty Chandler do get the running game going this game. All right, you're about to be out of some wheels and some families, John. I mean, I probably am too, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, up next, we've got Navy traveling to East Carolina today. ESPN two game. Uh, you know, just to say this real quick, I am very, very happy to see the American Athletic Conference getting the games and getting the TV spots that we've mm -hmm. been getting recently. Uh, man, last night our conference was on showcase uh, in both games, uh, even though Houston didn't get the win, which I picked and didn't get it right. Um, but, I mean, just you look at Memphis today, Central Florida and Memphis on ABC at 2.30. I, I don't think it gets any better. I mean, you Not only that, it's a global broadcast for the armed forces and around the country, or around the world exactly, too. So. Exactly, exactly. I was just getting ready to mention that as well. Uh, but I am very, very happy to see – uh, the conference boosting up their level. I was listening to uh, ESPNU's XM radio yesterday, and Michael Resco was on there with uh, Rick Neuheisel. And the guy's a heck of a commissioner, man. Um, really talked a lot about how he thinks that if you, if you look at the American Athletic Conference and our budgets and everything, we're closer than any other conference to being a Power Five. Conference. Oh, by far. Um, and we're more of a power five conference than the Pac 12 does, I'll tell you that. Yes, exactly. And, and and he even mentioned that as well. Uh, but man, I like that guy as a um, as a commissioner of the league. Uh, but Brandon, I do want to talk to you about the athletic director of Memphis when we get to the Memphis game. Okay, uh, up next, we've got Navy two and two traveling to East Carolina, take on them daggum pirates at one and two. Uh, Navy three point favorite. Uh, who you got, John? So the line moved throughout the week. East Carolina was a one-point favorite going into that game. Yeah, it has. Like. It's been jumping around all week. But uh, you know, South Florida 
East Carolina game was a barn burner last week. No, but East Carolina pulled it out in the 44-24 game. I still just don't trust Navy's defense. I think East Carolina's going to score a lot of points. And East Carolina's going to do the shocker and pull the upset and win straight up. All right. Brandon, what you got, man? Navy about 20. I'm not, pick, I'm not picking against the military. All right, right. Well, you know, think about it. You know, the mascot is somewhat of a vigilante for the Carolina University Pirates. Um, I, I, I like their quarterback, the big lefty. Uh, when we played him, what was that? When did we play East Carolina last? What was it two years ago? 17? Oh, At least three or four years ago, yeah. Yeah, and I believe it was ten. I like I like that guy. Uh, I think uh, I don't know. He's, I, I I like East Carolina. And this, but Navy is not who they were. Navy is not who they who we've grown accustomed to them being. So I'm I'm gonna go East Carolina. This week. All right, and also, guys, just a side note. Uh, Rob Meredith commented and said Kentucky has not beat Tennessee in not that. Since 1984, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 2020, right. dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I I don't like. No, you're good. So I I don't care. Yeah, I got you. Um, what's, what's, that's what that one being rude towards you is being rude towards Tennessee. Uh, the oh no no the uh, Navy East Carolina game. I'm gonna take East Carolina. Navy's defense can't stop crap. Um, Give me I, a dub. I just don't see Navy's defense stopping them. I mean, I, they've, that offense is not high-powered, but it's powered enough. Uh, I feel like David Pollock when he's on game day and everybody picks against him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand. Uh, David White said the American Athletic Conference is actually better than the Big 12, in his opinion, and that's, and he's an Oklahoma fan. So, Ooh. Yeah, we'll take We that. appreciate that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. David White, always, uh, I've got the live going on my cell phone. That way I can see the comments. Uh, all right, up next, uh, Texas State, South Alabama. Holy crap. Nobody even cares. Uh, oh, I care. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, Ryan and I worked a camp this summer, and right. one of my good friends from the camp goes to Texas State, and former Memphis quarterback Brady McBride is a starting quarterback at yeah, Texas he is. State. Is it, We're yes. picking Texas State. Okay, he's going to take one and four, Texas State. Uh, it's 11 a.m. Uh, South Alabama is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which is – that's a pick them then. Uh, hey, they took SMU to the wire. In they the did. First of the year. They did. Uh, I would what, take. What, what kind of a trophy? <laughs> hey, what is the line in that game? Uh, three and a half South Alabama. I'm taking. You know, I'm going to be with Brandon and choose Texas State on the road. Going into, I heard it's like a high school stadium, like Legion Field. Part two down there in Mobile. <sighs> so, so I'm definitely taking Texas State. Patrick and I went last year to uh, Lad Peoples where South Alabama played. Yeah. That stadium, uh, first of all, that's the hottest college football game I've ever been – hottest football game I've ever been to in my life. And second of all, like, that stadium was garbage and all their fans were excited about their new stadium. And apparently it's like a high school field. So <laughs> – Connor Ferguson said, you know it's a big day when John has hair. Um, 
Thank you, Carter. And you're right. If John has hair, it is a big day. Uh, yeah. I, 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 South Alabama, man, uh, they're, they're, they've got some issues, you know? There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are right, Did it? Everybody pick Ron. Ron, did you pick him now? You just Texas State. Yeah, I, I, I picked Texas State. I was going with Brady Uh Up next, we've got a uh, American Athletic Conference game between the one and three South Florida Bulls traveling up to uh, Temple to take on those Luke now. Uh, Temple's 13 point favorite. Uh, who you got, Ron? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Temple. Um, you know, I haven't been able to watch much of them this year, but just with everything they got going on up there and their, uh, their extra replay cameras that they have up there in Philly, uh, yeah. I'm going to give them – and I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take the 13 too because it's South Florida. They just seem to be able to get stuff going. They have about mm-hmm. one or two games a year where they surprise you, and then they fall flat. But mm-hmm. I'm take the I completely agree. I'm gonna take Temple. Uh, I I don't know that it'll be 13. Both these teams are not good. Um, but I'll take Temple uh, to get the win. Not to South Florida. I'm gonna take Temple in the points because they had another game under their belt. They only had one game overall so far from last week. But I take Temple like Ryan said. They got more stuff than college stadiums do. Extra cameras. So in the NFL stadium, Temple Owls will cover. Um, I'm taking Temple just strictly based off of us playing them next week. We need them to win for our strength of schedule to, to go up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, they've played one game, which was last week. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Temple in the points. I, I just don't like it. South Florida's not that good. and uh, There's a reason that uh, – Who's the old head coach at South Florida? Tiger. Uh, was it was it Texas? It was Charlie Strong. Yeah, yeah Charlie Strong. Yeah. Uh, he's a terrible football coach, so let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I never understood that hire from the beginning. I, I questioned it from the day they announced it. I just – Charlie Strong, once again, he's a good defensive coordinator, and he's not captain of the head coach. Uh, up next, we've got, a, the, to me, the surprise of the year, uh, Florida Liberty. Taking on one and three Syracuse, half uh, point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with uh, my boy Hugh uh, and get the dub with uh, Liberty. Same here. Liberty, 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 Liberty. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Oof. I know. I know. Keys one and three. Yeah. And I know Liberty's got their offense going. Didn't Liberty beat them last year? Yes. Yeah. You know what? Give me Liberty. Give me Liberty or give me no one else. All right. Uh, up next, we've got the worst team I think maybe ever in Kansas uh, traveling to West Virginia. West Virginia is a 21 and a half point favorite. Uh, and I think my great grandma could probably beat Kansas by 21 and a half. I'll take West Virginia. <laughs> You know, an interesting fact in that game, Les Miles ain't coaching. Yeah, Les Miles did not matter. travel with the team. It don't matter if they bring back John freaking Madden, West Virginia's going to beat them. Right, but uh, the, uh, the interesting fact, well, I was going to get to that in the game, is uh, a former offensive lineman back in the 90s that played at Memphis is actually being the interim coach in that name, and Joshua Ergel, who was at Austin P last year. 
Really? Nice. So I'm definitely going to pick West Virginia at home to cover. Let's go, Pete. I think it's going to be a late touchdown for them to cover. Um, Yeah. I don't even like mentioning that other team's name because they ruined my childhood. Uh, We beat them twice in football. They're terrible. Of course, I'm taking West Virginia. Yeah, give me the fighting Pat McAfee's. And, uh, Speaking of Pat McAfee, he's on the TV right now. Yes, <laughs> he is. I th- yeah, I think some garbage time uh, touchdown or point scored will bring it under that 21 and a half or whatever you said it was. But, yeah, I'm taking, taking the fighting Pat McAfee's. Uh, and, you know, I also – I mean, since we're talking about the Big 12, fun fact, this is the only Big 12 uh, game being played today. Really? Uh, the rest were postponed, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, the rest were postponed. But here's my question. While we're on the Big 12, and it's only 930, we're making dang good time. Uh, let me just ask this question to y'all. Who do you think is going to win the Big 12? I, I mean, I think right now – Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think right now, if you look, it's got to be between Oklahoma State and Iowa State, and they play uh, not next the week after, I believe. Um, I mean, do, do y'all think it's going to be Oklahoma State? Brandon, obviously, yes. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Oklahoma State's going to win the Big 12. Um, I think they have potential to run the table. Now, Tulsa did give them a tough game in the beginning of the year, but I think it's going to take a couple games for Chuba Hubbard to get his legs under him. Yeah. which I think he's there now. Uh, but, yeah, Oklahoma State's going to dominate the Big 12 this year. Um, they have a lot of potential. I love Mike Gundy. I'm really oh, sad he cut his mullet. Um, but he cut his mullet? Well, it's a lot shorter It trimmed it, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I wish you would have just let that thing go. Yeah. But as for, what, what a 50-year-old man? I'm a man. I'm 40. Exactly, yeah. What a great quote. Can't pick against the guy. Um, I love yeah. how if you if you watch sorry sorry to cut you off Brian yeah, a lot of times if you if you watch their games when the defense is on the field he's not even watching the game he's overworking with the offense I love it mm-hmm. I absolutely love it go ahead Ryan and, and I think because like the Big Twelve is a lot more of a uh, a passing league uh, I think it was off at the line that needs to get that physicality and stuff ready so that Chuba could run through those holes but yeah I do think. Uh, barring any sort of injury or anything that Oklahoma State could, like, bump set, like, run the table uh, in the Big mm-hmm. 12 and, you know, win it. I agree. I agree with everything they said. I've heard, you know, you know, good things about Oklahoma State State, and that's the reason I guess I'll also pick Oklahoma State, you know, to win the Big 12. But other than that, you know, it's a, it's a down year for the Big 12. It really is. Between TCU, Kansas State beating up each other, and everything like that. Well, you know, I mean, speaking of a down year, I mean, I, I thought Gary pa- Gary Patterson, head coach at TCU, had a great quote during a press conference. He said, hey, look, just because Texas and Oklahoma is not at the top does not mean we're not a bad conference. Does not mean that there's not bad football teams in this conference. Um, up next, we've got Army traveling to Texas-San Antonio, uh, CBS Network game. Army is an eight-point favorite. Uh, I'll take Army in this game. I take Army. I take Army as well to run the football over 300 yards. We already know Bum's not picking against the military. Right, Army. Army. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, give me, give me them, Army. In honor, in honor of my grandfather, whose 83rd birthday is today. Um, I'm. He was in the Army. Happy birthday. We're, uh, we're picking thank Army. You for your, uh, 
Thank you for your service. Yes, sir. I'll tell him you said that. Same here, uh, Brandon. Up next, we've got uh, Western Kentucky, who is just difficult to watch. Traveling to uh, traveling down to Birmingham to take on the UAB Blazers. Uh, give me the give me the UAB Blazers. Uh, they're a thirteen point thirteen and a half point favorite. Uh, I'll take UAB. Same here. Crappy stadium, but I'll take UAB. The only thing Birmingham has to offer is Top Golf and Whataburger. Let's go Amen. with uh, Texas. Uh, who is it? Oh, Western Kentucky, Kentucky dog. Yeah, Western, Western Kentucky. Kentucky. I, he was going to take anybody but UAB. Um, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, man, give me a – you know, the barbecue isn't as good, but the football is getting better. Give me UAB. Let me ask you all a quick question real quick. If we ever lose Silverfield as a coach, would you go after UAB's football coach? Coach no. No, that's an easy answer. I would want Dan Lanning from Georgia. I would go after if I mean, well, let me. Let me I mean, it depends on when, but I think Billy Napier is a guy that you got to talk to. And I also think that Silverfield's going to be here for a long, long, long time. So. I agree. I don't. He think wants to have this conversation twenty years from now and say, "Man, what a good twenty years it's been." Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I completely agree. I think Silverfield sees this as a uh, Florida State at the beginning of Bobby Bowden's style job that he can take him and really turn into something at the powerhouse. You get us in a Power Five conference, then the, the ceiling is the roof. Exactly. But we can't. We cannot. We cannot. Uh, you know, just digress because we we started with Fuente and Norvell. And so, like, we have to, you know, pay homage to them in this uh, weekend. And I know we're going to talk about the Tigers in a little bit. I know, but I'm my, just like, we got to be blessed that we, uh, you know, have the momentum and we keep it going and we have a president who cares and everything. So. My, my analogy is Fuente built the foundation, Norvell built the house, and uh, Silverfield's fixing to put the roof on it. There he is. Really great. That's good. That's good. And that was a great analogy. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely dive into Memphis here just shortly. All right. So uh, up next, we've got uh, speaking of Louisville, traveling to Notre Dame, take on the number four Fighting Irish today, one thirty on NBC. Notre Dame is a sixteen and a half foot favorite. Uh, what say you on this one, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Louisville, not looking too good. Like I said earlier, last to a pit team that's all right. Yeah, definitely give me another name and points on this one. Brandon. I am not taking Papa John Stadium. I take Notre Dame real quick. Notre Dame by thirty. I'll take Notre Dame as well. Uh, I don't think Louisville's going to even give them a game. Uh, I think it's going to be a, 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 an ass kicking. Uh, up next, we've got the uh, fighting, fighting Duke Blue Devils traveling to NC State to take on a surprisingly uh, not bad NC State football team this year. Uh, NC State's a four and a half point favorite. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take NC State in this game. What about you, Brent? Um, I'm going NC State. I just don't. Uh, I don't think Cutcliffe's got it, got it made at Duke right now. Now, when he does get uh, Cooper Manning's son to come play quarterback for him, then he might have a team, but he might be retired by then. Who knows? Yeah. I'll take the Wolfpack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give, give, me, give me the pack. 
You know, although Duke did prove me wrong last week against Syracuse, but, you know, they ran the football pretty well. I think the key this game will definitely be the running game for Duke again. Yeah, really agree. Uh, up next, we've got East Carolina, uh, East Kentucky traveling to Troy. Uh, give me Troy. Troy Street just picked Mississippi State. 28 and a half point favorite. That's a lot of points. Uh, give, me, give me Troy. Brandon, what do you say about Kirk? Uh, Kirk Herbstreet and Desmond Howard just picked Mississippi State to upset uh, Texas A&M. Wow. Yeah, well, everybody's got Troy, I think, Wes, on that one. Right. Okay. right. Up next, speaking of Troy. Texas, yeah, I picked Troy. State. Sorry. Uh, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, A&M's five-point favorite. Uh, man, give me Why State. Not? Give me State. If I picked <sighs> against them, my family would hurt me. And I'm not picking against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I think you're going to get it turned out, turned around. Yeah, uh, two, after the uh, after the game against, um, let's go. Brandon's on game day. Brandon is on game day. He is going berserk right now. Holy cow! He's going crazy. <laughs> that is awesome. That is so awesome. Ron, who are you taking in the, in the state game? Ryan left the building for a second, it looks like. Okay. Let's go, Tigers! Uh, John, you taking state? You know, I'm really torn between this game, although, like Brandon said, I do got family in Hartwell as well. I'm back. But, uh, you know, Brandon. Thanks for announcing. Gonna... <laughs> Jeez, don't wake everybody up. God. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I see him. And then this is just kind of like it's a hard game to choose because I don't know how the quarterback plays going to do after last week, you know, against Good job, Kentucky. But I think Mississippi State does cover, but they will not win the game. <laughs> A&M will win the game. I'm, I'm picking State by, like, so I don't trust K.J. Costello. But if he plays anything like he did against LSU – it won't be close. Well, and that's and that's what I was just getting ready to say is, I mean, I think that Mississippi State – and last week I did not watch their, their game against Kentucky, but I just don't understand how – how do you throw for 262 yards and only score two points? It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I think if you get anything like what you got at LSU with K.J. Costello, you get the win. I just – I think the offense is – the offense is definitely starting to gel. But Where does Ryan go? I don't understand. Who knows? I don't know. Um, up next, we got UMass, Georgia Southern. UMass playing their only football game of the, of the year today. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern, all right. Uh, Virginia, Wake Forest. Uh, hey, I got a game to question about that we forgot at 11 a.m. What's that? How about Auburn traveling to South Carolina? Could that be an upset? Oh, I missed that. Camp? Uh, yes, I think Will Muchamp can can get that win. I don't think Auburn's very good. I think South Carolina is going to pull the soccer in a late field goal game and pull the upset. I think Auburn wins. Virginia, real quick, who y'all got? Who? Virginia and Wake Forest. Virginia's a Wake Forest. Wake Forest. I was going to take Wake Forest as well. John? I'll take Wake Forest, although Virginia is favored. And uh, another, that's my luck of the week. 
Is Bronco Mendenhall still the head coach of Virginia? John, your lock of the week is Virginia or Wake Forest in Virginia? Yeah, Wake Forest is, I think, at home. And like Brandon just talked about, Brandon just talked about the head coach of Virginia. Bronco Mendenhall is still there. He always loses a game he's not supposed to every year. True, true, true. Uh, up next, we got uh, North Texas traveling to MTSU, taking on Murfreesboro. Uh, MTSU's a six-point favorite in this game. Who you got? Let's go with the Blue Raiders. I'll pick the Blue Raiders as well. Huh? I'm just going to choose Middle Tennessee, like Brandon, and uh, because I don't trust North Texas defense lately. And Middle Tennessee finally got a good win under their belt last week, traveling down to Miami in the heat. And this time they're at home in the, like, nicer weather. And I think it's going to be, like, in the 50s at kickoff or low 60s. And North Texas is so used to that 90-degree heat back in I, Texas. I can't so, pick against Tommy West. Yeah. I, I no. just, I, I've always kind of liked MTSU, man. Uh, up next, we've got what I think is going to be a great game tonight on CBS Sports. you got the 3-0 Marshall thundering herd traveling down to Shreveport to take on the Louisiana Tech uh, – what the hell is their mascot? Louisiana Tech. Bulldogs. Bulldogs, exactly. Sorry. Um, three and one. Marshall, 13 and a half point favorite. I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Uh, I'm going to take Louisiana Tech to cover. Marshall will win, but I'm going to take Louisiana Tech to cover today. What about you, John? You know, I'll take Louisiana Tech and Coach Holtz to cover as well. But I think Marshall does win the game. I'm going to go. Just because if Memphis wants to make a New Year's Six Bowl, they need Marshall to lose. I'm picking mm-hmm. Marshall to lose this game. I'm going to go Louisiana Tech. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. Is that your luck of the week, Brandon? No. Is that your luck of the week? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Right. Up next is my luck of the week. I think uh, I'm taking – I got number five, North Carolina. Trevor down to Tallahassee. They take on Mike Rodell and the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, North Carolina is a 13-point favorite. I am going to take Florida State straight up to get the win and points in this game. I think it's the lock of the week. Martin Lavelle is going to get the shot and get the Florida State Seminoles to 2-3 and three today by beating the number five North Carolina. Mike Norvell gets his first marquee win as the head coach at Florida State today. So. Oh. I'm glad, John. You know, we got a lot of friends over there in Tallahassee and Norvell and Coach Locke from Cordova, Brandon. Mm-hmm. But I still don't – I think they got too many issues, you know, at Florida State right now. I think it's going to take time at Florida State. But I definitely think North Carolina has got the better skill players right now at different positions. And I'm going to take North Carolina points. North Carolina points. Uh, up next, we've got uh, Boston College traveling to Blacksburg, Virginia, to take on Virginia Tech. Hokies. I'll take Virginia Tech in this game. They're a 13 point favorite. Uh, I don't know that they'll necessarily win by 13, but I think they'll get the win. I got to take the Fighting Fuentes, man. I'm taking Virginia Tech. John, what you got, man? Uh, I'm going to take. God, that's a lot of points, though, man. 13's not that bad, John. You never know what the – man, I had Boston College in the bowl game last week or last year, and they definitely screwed me over. But uh, 
I just thought they were going to take the cover. It's a toss. It's a toss up. It really is for a cover game. To be honest with you, it really is. Up next, we got the CBS first prime time game of the year, to my knowledge. Uh, number three, Georgia Bulldogs traveling down to Tuscaloosa to take on Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Nick Saban will be on the sidelines today. It's he tested negative twice in 24 hours. Three times in 24 hours. I'm sorry. My beautiful wife just informed me of that. Alabama is only a five-point favorite today. What you say you, Brandon? Well, we're picking the Georgia Bulldogs for an upset. I I just like their defense. Kirby Smart is going to be the first assistant to go into Bama and just give him fits. After watching Georgia and what they did to Tennessee last week, I'm I'm all in on them. Uh, now it is Georgia. We know they could blow a lead at any point. If any team in the state of Georgia could do that, just as we saw last night with the Atlanta Braves, um, uh, which they're probably going to blow the LCS to the Dodgers. That's my prediction. Uh, but uh, no, I I can't pick against Georgia. Um, their team is just so tough and physical and. Since they've played that national championship game, there's still a lot of guys on that Georgia team that were in that game, and they don't forget that. This is the first time they're going to be playing them uh, as upperclassmen since that game. Uh, what, that game was, what, two seasons ago? Yeah. it's it. I'm not picking against Georgia. I think this Nick Saban COVID stuff has also been a bit of a uh, um, just distraction for the Alabama team. Uh, now, him being on the sidelines is always going to help because he's the best college football coach in the history of college football, in my opinion. But, yeah, I'm picking Georgia today. Uh, I'm going to let John pick last on this one. I know John's a big Georgia fan as well. Uh, two things, really, really three things. Um, really, yeah, three things, really. Um I think if you look at Alabama and you look at Nick Saban uh, as a wrestling fan, there's only one person that I can think of that was 21 and 0, <laughs> um, and that was the Undertaker. Uh, and the Undertaker and and then he lost to a man named Paul, who essentially was built to beat the Undertaker. Barack Lesnar. <laughs> I think you look at Kirby Smart and what he's done at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart has said, and I don't care what anybody, they can argue with me if they want. I still believe they're going to be wrong. I'm not trying to be that type of guy. Kirby Smart built Georgia to beat Alabama. He don't give a crap about anybody else but Alabama and beating Nick Saban. Uh, I think this year is the year they do it. Uh, I think with, like you said, with all this COVID stuff going on, with Saban, it's, is he going to be on the sidelines? Okay, we got Sarkeesian is now the acting head coach. Okay. Starts running the program. The, the program. Uh, there's a lot of difficulties there. I think Georgia gets the dub today. Uh, in Tuscaloosa, I think that's going to be an amazing game. I got a buddy that's a big Alabama fan. He's not happy right now. On the, uh, He said, not so fast. Anybody can beat Tennessee. LOL. Alabama all the way. Close games. Roll time. I, I agree with him on anybody can beat Tennessee. I completely agree with that. But also, Georgia's just so strong on defense. Yes. Ole Miss put up 50, basically, 
on Alabama last week. Alabama yeah. doesn't have the defense that they used to have. And Georgia's offense, they're not bad. But that no. defense is going to slow Alabama's <laughs> offense down, that's for sure. I promise you that because they, they didn't play a defense last week. And, see, if you go back to that Ole Miss game last week uh, and look, and, I, and I've gone back and watched it, there's so many times where Ole Miss is snapping the ball and Alabama's defense was not even ready. And I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anybody say that anybody stole signs from Nick Saban. Shut up. That's the stupidest crap I've ever heard. Lane Kiffin was his offensive coordinator in 2015. So if he ain't mm-hmm. changed defensive signal in five years, that's his own damn fault. But that's yep. But here's the thing. If you're Georgia, obviously you know Alabama's going to be like, oh, crap. They ran no huddle on us the whole game. So they're preparing for that from Georgia. No, come out, stick it to Nick Saban, run it right down his throat, which is which is exactly what he's going to do to you with Najee Harris. Run when you have to, pass when you uh, – I'm sorry, run when you want to, pass when you have to. That's how you beat Alabama, and I think that's what Georgia's going to do today. That's just my opinion, but I think that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Sean, go ahead. Y'all took everything out of my mouth from the beginning. I apologize, buddy. No, it's okay because, you know, I just don't – Brendan put on the – Dane Lanning is probably one of the best defense coordinators in the country right now at a young age. I and want – if if Silverfield were to leave, I would want to hire him in a heartbeat. And I'm like, you know, defense wins championships. And I think this is the final of the year that defense for Georgia comes into Tuscaloosa – like they did with David Green and David Pollock were playing and pulled the shocker in Tuscaloosa and Georgia will definitely win that game. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. All right, guys, we got two games left to break down, one of which is uh, – Hey, Wes, I got – Wes, there's a text message out there that you got to re- you receive. Hold on. All right. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, all right. Up next, we got two games. Both of them are 2.30 starts. Uh, with me being – or my wife being a big Arkansas fan, me and John try to like to break them down right before the Memphis game uh, just to give them a little bit of special privilege. Uh, you know, you got you to go through life, man. Um, we got a big game today up on the hill in Fayetteville. Ole Miss fighting uh, Bears, Chark, Rebel, whatever the crap they are. One and two, heading up to uh, Arkansas to take on uh, what I feel like is a very impressive Arkansas football team so far this year. Uh, one and two, Ole Miss is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, which tells me it's a pickle. Uh, Brandon, go ahead. Go ahead. You go first, and then I'll, I'll be last. So, we'll do Brandon, John, and me. I do not like Ole Miss at all, but I love Lane Kiffin. We're picking the Ole Miss Rebels, Bears, Sharks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fun fact. I'll save that for the next game. <laughs> Go ahead. <John. laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to, you know, nothing against Brady in uh, Arkansas. But Sam Pittman is definitely getting him on the right track. It showed yeah. last week against Auburn and they scored 28 points. But we won't get into further detail because I can't say what happened at the end of the game. But, uh, you know, I think Matt Corral's finally got a good offense going. And Ole Miss – Rebels, I think they're going to basically oh, cover. Scary. I think they're going to fade one, pull it up, pull the win. Not so fast, my friend. 
Um, I'm going to take Arkansas in this game, uh, not not because my wife is an Arkansas fan, somewhat, but um, <laughs> she just yelled out, you are too. Um, hey, you might get kicked out of the house tonight. You might be sleeping, you might be sleeping on the couch, bud. Man, hey, I got a huge out there, but it wastes a lot of gas. Um, here's the thing with Arkansas, man. I think, I mean, obviously me being a fan, I've been watching them a little more closely the last few seasons. Chad Morris sucked. That just let's just go ahead and say that. Um, but I think if you bring with bringing in Sam Pittman, to me the biggest hire for Arkansas was bringing in Barry Odom. Barry Odom is a great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Always will be. Uh, and they they they've recruited well, but they're they're essentially using the the, the Chad Morris team to do what they're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, you bring in you you bring in Brown. A little more of a higher-paced offense. Uh, then you bring in a key guy like Felipe Frank. I think Felipe Franks is taking this Ole Miss, or, I'm sorry, this Arkansas offense to the next level. Um, he's smart. He makes good decisions. Unlike a quarterback we talked about, Darren Garitano. Uh, I think body style. They're very similar. Um, you know, kind of kind of lanky. I don't want to say he's more lanky, the taller guy. I think he's six six. He's a big. He's a big yeah. boy. Yeah, he's a big guy, man. Uh, but, I, you know, you got Rakeem Boyd that'll be back today from Arkansas. Uh, and that guy is just – he kind of reminds me of Darrell Henderson. Uh, when you watched him uh, – Daryl Henderson, I apologize. Um, each time he ran the ball, you were just waiting on him to bust one. You know, it may be three here, maybe six, maybe two. But you know at any given time there could be an 80 for six points. And that's that's the threat that Rakeem Boyd brings to this offense. I'm going to take Arkansas today. Um, I think if you could, if you go back and look at what uh, Alabama did to Ole Miss in the run game, uh, quick fact: if you, if you look at Ole Miss in the past two weeks, they've given up close to a thousand yards rushing. Uh, they gave up uh, over 400 to Kentucky, and then uh, two or three last week. I mean, they're they're getting gashed by the run. I think if you're Arkansas, that's where your strength is, is the run game. And if you look at that Sam Pittman coached offensive line, once again, the guy comes from Georgia, but, man, he can coach an offensive line, and he's got this offensive line playing really well for Arkansas. I'm going to take the Hogs today uh, with the win. And I and, and I, I, I wouldn't even call it an, 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 an upset. I, I, I'll just say with the win. I, I I didn't know Raheem Boyd was back this week. I will say that, but I'm still picking Ole Miss. That their receiving core, it's nasty, is, is nasty. It and is. Uh, who's their running back? Uh, he was committed he, to Memphis um, at one point, and then he decommitted and ended up going to Ole Miss. That oh, wow. I can't think. Of, he's got a a weird first name. Uh, Snoop. Snoop something. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, it's something weird. Uh, Next is the game of the day for I know. Hey, hey, hey Wes, Ryan wants to join us back. John, you hey. messed it up my Tiger intro. Go hey, ahead. Ryan wants to join us back for the UCF preview, so we got to get him back. And we got to oh, yeah. leave the room. To get him to join the other room. Oh, we got to uh, do a different room? Yeah, because Ryan said he can't join this room. Okay. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, we're going to, we're going to jump off live and exit this room and then do another room with Ryan real quick. Okay.